0: Hello and welcome to Healing From Within. I am your host, Cheryl Glick, Reiki master energy teacher, medium, and author of my newest book in the trilogy, A New Life Awaits, Spirit-Guided Insights to Support Global Awakening, which shares stories and messages from spirit that show us that our challenges are not economical, political, or societal just a spiritual disconnect from our true being or soul wisdom. I am most delighted to welcome Beth Kramer, author of Why Didn't I Notice Her Before, who shares how, in her, uh, ca- in her case and life, how the journey towards purpose and happiness could be found through the lessons learned from cancer. Now, most of us wouldn't think that you could learn so much, and perhaps it's just a difficult time, but in actuality, much can be gathered uh, from the most difficult of experiences that we have for our soul to grow and expand. Hello, Beth, and thank you for joining us today on Healing From Within to share your soul awakening through the challenges of dealing with a cancer diagnosis. But then I believe... The soul creates such challenges as a means to awaken us to ways to view self and life in a whole new healing fashion. Adversity can be a means to find peace and self-love. So thank you.
1: Well, thank you. I couldn't be on a better show. It's absolutely in line with what the entire book is is focused on, and I I appreciate your... All of the, the and, uh, you did, and, you, and you used. did
0: a wonderful job of expressing all the challenges and all the growth that came and all the love that came mm-hmm. from the experience. Beth, as listeners of Healing From Within are well aware, my amazing guests and I share intimate and inspiring experiences that prove to us we are spiritual beings having a physical life. And the purpose is to simply in the course of maturing and facing the challenges of life to awaken to our true sense of being and know ourselves as eternal souls capable of great love compassion and service to others the duality of life spiritual and physical can be both a curse and a miracle In today's episode of Healing from Within, Beth Kramer will share how a difficult diagnosis of stage 4 ovarian cancer shook her free from the prison of obsession and depression and made her view herself and life in a totally new way. Beth, I always love to ask my guests to think back to their childhood and remember a person, a place, an event that may have signaled to them or others around them, the lifestyle and interest they might value as an an adult. Because I think we're born with a journey, a destiny, a life plan that we may have uh, created even before our soul came into this physical life. So think back and see Mm -hmm. who you remember. I know you have a beautiful family, three sisters, your mother and father are alive, and... A husband and a son. So think back for a minute to your beginning.
1: Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, I would certainly have to say my grandmother, who had an incredible uh, effect on me. I mean, um, she is part of the family. Are you suggesting I pick somebody that is more um, coincidental that I had a happening with, I, that I that that came into my life that was not a family member?
0: Oh no! Anyone, your well, grand- well, tell my uh, grandmother tell us about your point. grandmother. Tell us about your
1: grandmother. Well, she was a, a very um, unique individual in that she was completely selfless. Um, yet she was a strong character. Uh, she she believed in her own values. She lost her husband at at a young age, and she had my mother and three other children. Um, I've never met anybody so generous and creative and. Uh, and able to really adjust without judging. Um, yes,
0: that's other a people. that's a rare person and a beautiful soul. Yes. Absolutely. Yes. Yeah, so you were lucky to have such a grandma. Yeah. yeah, you do have a very very nice family that comes across mm-hmm. in the book. In the preface to the book, Lily, a visual artist, was going through emotional hardships, a divorce the loss of a dog parenting a strong she had a strong-willed child and financial problems and she realizes in analyzing her drawings it would be hard to deny the brain tumor and her ultimate death that were reflected in her work can you tell mm-hmm. us about lily and 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 what you discovered from uh researching for the book
1: you would write right well when i um I had several friends at the same time, all women around my age uh, early um, late forties early uh, late forties um, early fifties who were diagnosed with different kinds of cancer um, and these were women that had ho- lived very holistic lives they uh, were very interested in different mota- modalities of healing in their life practice they all had, did work somehow with energy. Um, and it was shocking to, to see that they all had, uh, come down with cancer. What was interesting with this particular woman, Lily, was that as an artist, um, she had been painting something that seemed to reflect or predetermine what was happening in her own, uh, body, that she had brain, she happened to have brain cancer. Um, and for myself, it was a similar situation where I was writing a novel, I was creating a fictional work, um, about a woman who had cancer, and I was I was not knowing exactly how to um, work it. I was about to give up because I just didn't. I, I don't cancer doesn't run in my family, and I didn't have all the material that I felt I needed to make it authentic. Uh, and it turned out several months later that I was actually my protagonist. I was the person with cancer, um, and so my body uh, or my mind certainly felt something before. It, it it happened, um, and it, that's a lot of you know very ironic. Um, well, you believe I guess. Yeah, go ahead. Well,
0: our our our
1: minds and our souls
0: are connected to the energy of eternal life. Call it universal source, the divine God, whatever you wish to think of. That's more than our physical life right now on this planet. It exists. It's truth. And uh, I interviewed uh, an author, Kathleen O'Keefe Canavos, the author co-author with Dr. Larry Burke of Dreams Mm. That Can Save Your Life. And Kathleen Mm. tells us of how she knew that she had cancer, and she went to the doctors, and she asked for tests and ultimately they they didn't think it was there and they found it and her life was saved. So I am aware that the soul knows things that the mind may not and we have to use our intuition and all sources of help from spirit to guide us. And if anyone listening wants to hear that show uh, that Kathleen and I did on dreams that can save your life go to my website and the radio page June 2019 it wasn't that long ago uh, that we discussed that so uh, yeah I don't think anything in our life is random and I don't think your interest in writing about Lily's story was random or the fact that you developed cancer was not part of your life plan it was part of your life plan and usually these things that happen, we see as uh, difficult, or we don't want it, or it shouldn't happen. Or yes, that's so. That's in our physical life, but in our soul life, there are legitimate reasons that will bring us to a higher level of awareness and consciousness. And so, uh, I I believe the mind is very powerful for knowing things, creating things, and being part of situations. Now. You talk of a psychic you visited when you were in college. Your sister, Maury, swore by this woman's abilities. Can you tell us about that reading and how it affected you down the road?
1: Well, um, yeah, I mean, it was, it was um, something that I did more for the entertainment value than, than really um, the belief. Um, but, of course, there was things. And I've, I've spoken to psychics many times since then, and really in the hopes that um, I will hear something, hear what I want to hear and believe, and then make the decision based on that. doesn't always work out that way. No, sometimes um,
0: you hear what you need to hear, not what right. you want to hear, but it helps you make good decisions, better choices.
1: Hopefully. Hopefully. And, and, and it's very mysterious to me. So, I mean, really... Some of that is is definitely talked about in my book um and how it these choices influenced the the ultimately the cancer. But um back then I um yeah she she had some interesting things to say about uh, how I was going to have a child and reproduce and that it was going to be somewhat of a science experiment. And um, uh, that was at a time where I didn't even wasn't considering a child, you know child childbirth quite yet. Um wasn't married um and it turned out that that was true and then the other thing she said was that uh she couldn't tell me quite much more because it was negative and i had already agreed not to hear anything that that was not uh positive um and ultimately i you know uh was diagnosed with cancer i don't know if that was the thing or not but um i don't know that, sort of more of an that was that was situation. what she saw
0: that was maybe, I'm I'm maybe. an intuitive. I'm a medium. I know
1: you are. So I I love
0: to So I sort of you. know when I hear something where it's going or the truth of it. Now, well, you
1: yeah,
0: yeah, go ahead. Yeah. So so she, what she told you was true because you did seek out a way uh to have a second child which was yeah. a scientific way to work with uh the egg. Uh, and to 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 get pregnant in a way other than you know with your husband, and uh so she picked it up. she didn't give you all the details, but she did pick up that you would be having that experience and why did you have to have that experience? Think about it why did, Why did that have to happen? You had one child. what happened
1: mm-hmm. next? Uh, actually I wanted an a, a, I wanted a second child um and I uh chose not to I I wanted to have a second child um I did get pregnant I chose not to have the child right and that's what happened and you so had so an abortion really, right the question the, the answer is that by not doing that by holding the strings barrette, and and I don't want to get anything wrong here I'm uh, um for women's uh right to choose of course. And it's not a political statement, but I did have a, a termination, and it it really um, became a regret, and I was obsessed with it. And it was a traumatic experience for me. And what I believe, going back to what we were talking about earlier, is that that traumatic experience targeted my organs. Uh, I, I came down with ovarian cancer, very aggressive, and as I said, it is, it is not... Um, Something that well, I, I run to my family. Yeah, no, I don't think the
0: termination of the pregnancy created the ovarian cancer. But your, uh, uh, how can I say it? Well, you don't your don't thought
1: sh- with the with the abortion, my obsession was trying to fix it, my anxiety wouldn't perhaps target the organs that yes cancer stem cells. Yes. Yes.
0: I think. When we think about something long and hard, and certain fears or thoughts in our in our mind ultimately come into reality, we manifest or create many things in our life: beautiful things, artistic things, uh music, art, writing, uh, but we also can create. An illness or an experience that the soul thinks they have to have because Mm -hmm. perhaps out of uh, the anxiety or the fear or the regret, as you said, it's possible. Now, look, I know at your age when all this started, I didn't believe in any of this stuff. I, mm-hmm. I would believe anyone talking about some some of this stuff was talking about airy-fairy, uh, magical, mm-hmm. mystical, whatever. I just believed in the reality of life and that I could control mm-hmm. life by my decisions, my education, my right. good will, my good thoughts, my good actions. And right. uh, I have learned since that many of the things we create are... are they're necessary, even though we don't yeah. like them, because I, I they bring us to I, another I, I level. I
1: agree with you. No, but uh, you know what? It's funny that you're saying that because, as far as the cancer goes, yes. I think it was like an incredibly effective, persuasive device to wake me up. Right. So on a spiritual level, I don't question why it came. In, in fact, when I was told, I was like, I slapped my head, hand against my forehead, like, aha, uh-huh. of course. It was as if a spirit guide said, Look, you're not going to put this down. I'm going to make you put it down. I'm going to give you something to make you put it down. I really feel that that energy was there. Um, and however, uh, treating it has been different. So I don't know what route you know you would guide me towards. But like, what I'm do you mean treating it treating it as? Well, different? I've gone the Western route of treating it with. That's energy. fine. That's yeah, fine. But as far as the cancer itself, I think it, it was very clever um, and not just a, a coincidence.
0: There are no coincidences. My first book is Life is No Coincidence, The Life and Afterlife mm-hmm. Connection. So mm-hmm. there are no coincidences. Our, our lives are not random. It's like we we are living each chapter that we wrote well before we right. even entered this life. And and there's nothing to fear. It will bring us to a higher level of awareness mm-hmm. and consciousness and love and compassion. I know we'll be reunited with some of the friends that you've lost. You've lost all of them, right? Well,
1: they were, I mean, well, no, no. And, um, in, that, sisters, in that I group. i group, with my sisters. Oh no 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 Here.
0: but in the group that you discussed that all the women who very young all got cancer they all passed right
1: yes
0: all right so that was horrid to lose so many people that you care for and and young now why do you think in the group that all knew each other that might have happened
1: oh i don't know i, I we were not close friends uh we were each one of them touched my lives in a different way, but oh, they came from myself. different but I do believe me i, mean, I don 't know maybe it could have been environmental i didn 't look into that because I was so I'm so convinced that mine was personal well <laughs> it
0: it, it is yes it could it 's both personal could be environmental, you could be together mm-hmm. with those people to have experienced all of it together that 's mm-hmm. not random either, but let 's go on to um You mentioned there are signs leading to the reality of the diagnosis and the book you were writing uh, Mm -hmm. on a woman with cancer. That was Lily. Um, Tell us about one of the other women. They were interesting women. I read Mm -hmm. all their stories. One was a yoga teacher. One was a healer like Mm me. Uh, They were all interested in holistic living and they, mm-hmm. some of them adopted nice. children. Right. Nice. Two of them, I think, adopted children. So, so tell yeah. us about one of the other women. I found them very, very interesting to talk um, about.
1: To talk about the other women. One. Um, Pick well, one. I, it, okay. Um, the one that um, actually was working with me, she, to figure out what was behind, or to help me realize. It was called the adoption goddess that's what she called herself and her business was helping people who wanted to adopt children to fill their dream and help them through the process so she had adopted four children within I'd say six years two from Guatemala and two from Africa different parts um, and she was a real just a very uh, charismatic person and she was actually I, I asked her to help guide me even though I wanted to have another child um, biologically, to, to guide me, and so we would do exercises together, and she was my um, support system, and sh- she tried to talk me out of my own story that had negative beliefs and a lot of ambiguous You know, was very ambi- ambiguous. I was very um, uncertain. I'd go back and forth, flip flop, whether I could do it, whether I should do it. Anyway, so she was just this bundle of energy she was a good friend
0: and she was and she she was a good spiritual teacher I don't think she thought you should go through with what you wanted to do
1: well she'd be quite surprised I I ended up with cancer I think ultimately she uh, did did, did pass away obviously but um she thought she had fought it um, and then ended up getting leukemia from all the chemotherapy but um uh, she created beautiful children who I still I know uh, from our you know community but um she lived a short life, but she was an amazing. Yeah, she was an amazing
0: person. Now it's um, important
1: you just said that. What you said exactly.
0: it was. It, it was important you just said it was a short life. Now I kind of think that we come into this life with a time to come and a time to go, and something mm-hmm. to accomplish, some someone to share something with, someone to be of service to, someone to love, uh, mm-hmm. and, and it's not about mm-hmm. time. Because the soul is it, it the soul's eternal we go, we return out of the physical body, and we there is life beyond here and um a different energetic life or soul life but life nonetheless and we meet up with people that we've been with here mm. and before in other times and places so i'm glad okay. you said that so i could bring that in because many people who do energy work who are mediums know this mm. to be true and unless you've had your own experience it might be hard to Gather this. If you've had a near-death experience, or you have mm-hmm. dreams, and people visit you, or you see and, and feel things as mm-hmm. an empath, you will know this to be true. But but for our listeners, many of them already also know this is true. And I want to talk mm-hmm. about a book a book you read by Bernie S. Siegel, M.D. Mm-hmm. He he's on the one of the uh, networks that my show runs on. Um, mm-hmm. You know. Um, Uh, Radio. Well, one of the shows that I Mm -hmm. I do. Let me see if I can just get it here. Mm Dreamvision7radio.com. He's on that website, and I have my show Healing from Within on that website also. And he wrote a book, "Love, Medicine and Miracles," that seemed to have helped show you the healing of mind, body, and spirit are more than just curing the disease.
1: So do you want to tell us something about that? Well, I think the, the, what I really what resonated with me was what I wanted to hear from him, which was that the one's experiences might be might signal uh, an, an organ and create illness. Well, what's nice about that is if you believe that's true, then the it is path- true. By the way, <laughs> it, no, is it is true. It is true. I mean, I believe. I think there's no other way to, to really um, to justify the, the cancer in my body. But um, you know, I want to believe that healing can also come from positivity. Now, I don't believe that because I think eventually I will die young sooner than. You know, just by being hit by a bus. I think this cancer is what's going to probably most likely kill me. Maybe uh, not. <laughs> maybe not. But I also know that I've never been happier. That I can still, um, you know, I, I still play tennis and I jog and I laugh. And I weren't wasn't able to do those things, quite frankly, before cancer gave me that wake up call. Before it said, "Well, I, I'm uh-huh. glad."
0: I'm glad you also just said. You may be happier now than you were before. You can still be happy because you appreciate life now and you also want every moment to be important. And that's a great gift that you may have yeah. had as a result of this, and that's a beautiful thing. Now, Dr. Siegel writes in his book, many documented casualties show that psychological influences play a large part in determining who will develop illness? It often determines what disease will occur and when and where it will appear. Now uh, you began to realize that, and in my new book, uh, *A New Life Awaits*, I describe my sister's pancreatic cancer experience, uh, among other realizations I have made as a result of eight years of hospice volunteer work. And I wrote, and I wrote this in the book in recent days i have seen so many people in their hearts and minds being adversely affected by cancer it seems we have reached epidemic proportions alongside other seriously challenging ailments attributed to an aging population and the stresses of modern-day life many have forgotten what our religious institutions have always held dear the fact that the soul is an energy force of eternal magnitude and that a new life awaits us beyond illness beyond fear beyond sorrow or pain But the focus while living must be to live with joy, hope, and a full appreciation for the beauty and value of life. Sometimes a disease or tragedy or change in the world condition may help us reconnect to our eternal truths and further our soul as well as our physical life growth. And you just sort of said that, and I have experienced that uh, through all the sessions I have done with people yeah. who have struggled with any different situation. And well, that's what I talk about in my book. I yes, mean, you do.
1: It's an book. It's for anybody that's ever suffered from anxiety, depression, you know, life, and, and, and um, you know, illness or not, it, it, mental illness. Uh, yeah, I, I, they're nice companion books. Yes, you talk about many things in the book.
0: But by the way, Beth, I often have coincidences with my marvelous guests. And at the beginning of your book, you mention and write the words to the song A Thousand Years by Christina Perry, uh, which Beth said summed up everything she felt uh, connected to the soul of the baby that uh, she had not had long ago. And when my twin daughter began to take singing lessons at the age of seven and sang that very beautiful song at her first mm-hmm. recital, I cried the way I had cried on the first day I saw her in the hospital. So mm-hmm. so fragile after a difficult delivery. It was mm-hmm. as if my soul and mm-hmm. hers had met on a level a world of love beyond this physical place, and it has never changed. So for those of you who don't know the words to that song the song goes like this i have died every day waiting for you darling don't be afraid i have loved you for a thousand years i'll love you for a thousand more time stands still beauty in all she is i will be brave i will not let anything take away what's standing in front of me every breath every hour has come to this one step closer. And that is the truth of what mm-hmm. I try to relay in all my shows, that life mm-hmm. is eternal and we have so much beauty and love that will be connected in oneness forever and ever. So I want to thank you, Beth Kramer, author of Why I Why Didn't I Know Her Before, for sharing the story of your journey beyond abortion, scientific exploration of having a second child, any uh, of your uh, anxiety issues, and a cancer diagnosis, to share the miracle of faith and trust, I think that you have garnished in a higher plan that has evolved beyond this challenging set of circumstances. And to find the message of hope, go to BethKramer.com and read her book, In summarizing today's episode of Healing From Within, we have explored the concepts of obsession, maybe depression, illness, and often our own worst enemy, which is self-doubt and the fear of not completing one's life mission, whatever that is conceived to be. I remember my father telling me when I was a little girl that I was my own worst enemy, uh, for I thought I had to help everybody and and with love for people, um, bring about changes that was were really not within my power or in my hands to control. But still I wanted to do that because I had great love and I didn't want people to suffer and have any uh, hardship. Uh, but we have to let life unfold naturally. And that sense of responsibility to help everyone can become less of a burden. And I think that Beth and uh, many of the sensitive family and friends she has who love life so much, myself included, discover that awareness and hopefully the truth of our eternal soul life, making it more valuable to enjoy the moment and find peace, happiness, and an acceptance of life, no matter what. Beth and I would have you welcome the hope that when we venture beyond the physical life, The love of those we have known will be there waiting for us to reunite and joyfully express our gratitude for all our experiences together, both here and beyond. I am Cheryl Glick, host of Healing From Within, and I invite you to visit my website, CherylGlick.com, to read about and listen to leaders in the fields of metaphysics, spirituality, science, medicine, psychology, and the arts and music as they share their intimate views on life, death, and the source of all healing. Shows may be heard on webtalkradio.net and dreamvision7radio.com. Thank you.